performance hits of the 60s and 70s. iRadio 76, CKIW. iRadio 76 proudly presents the 515 Show with your host, John Sarver. Who's at the 515 door today? You know that we're high-performance based here, and, and we do a lot of stuff with auto racing and drag racing mostly. And this is our season, man, for the first time ever in years. All the big seven drag strips in Michigan's open, everybody's open in Ohio, etc., etc., etc. But there are times that we step out a little bit when we find something that's just so fascinating that we want to make sure that it is on the 515 show today. And this woman is no exception. Uh, we kind of bounced into her a, a, a couple of months ago. And it was a good thing, too, because what happens is there's a, a lot of, Hello. especially on the track, there's a lot of macho going on where people don't wear hearing devices, and they should, you know, and then all of a sudden things go south and they don't know why. Well, guess what? We got Kristen here to talk about it. Kristen, how are you? Hi, John. How are you? Dandy. And that's the cool thing about seeing you again, so to speak, on the radio. All right. Now, here's the scoop because normally what happens is that um, uh, staff puts together the, uh, your name phonetically and your number and they get everything all set in the computer and away we go. Now, as soon as everybody got to your last name, they threw the papers up in the air like it was the last day of school in high school because nobody could figure out exactly. And we're not going to butcher your last name. If you want to say it, that'd be very helpful. <laughs> See, just like it is. So now, I, I guess our, our uh, engineer is saying if you can get a little bit closer to your phone or whatever you got, that'd be great. So we can. Okay, is this it, better? There you go. Everybody wants to hear exactly what you got to say. We were just talking yeah. a, little, a little bit on mic that um, uh, with everybody going on at the drag strip and things like that, and there is a, a huge opportunity for hearing loss. Actually, what we should do is probably go backward a little bit. Let's talk about you. You got involved with, and, and today, we're, of course, we're, we're going to talk about, God, I don't know even what the, the true term is, but, I mean, it's basically your hearing, you know, and, and frequencies and all kinds of stuff. And I found this so fascinating when we were with you guys. You know, time after time, the times that we went in, it was just like unbelievable because there were so many things that we never knew. And it's a lot of the duh kind of things that we should have known. And especially that we see that everybody's open at the drag strip again and decibels can get up to 100, 110. You know, it's, let's first, your background, how did you get involved in all this? Oh, well, I became an audiologist because I was born with hearing loss. So that interests me in college. And, um, I started researching it, and it seemed to be a perfect fit for me. So I was interested to understand my own hearing loss. I love the technology, and it's been really awesome to see how it's changed. So that's how I got into it, to see if I could help other people who were going through what I was going through. Yeah, and the funny thing, and when you said the changing technology, baby, you ain't kidding. <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> I mean, 
There is so much stigmatism, and we were talking about this when we were driving around the pits the other day over at Milan, about saying the word hearing aids. Can we, I mean, hearing aids sound like something from the 60s that were these big, you know, they took like the 9-volt battery square ones, and they were ugly big beige, and I'm not sure what they actually did, but I mean, the stuff that's around today, I mean, what was the biggest thing that you changed that you've seen to come along the line with with hearing amplification or whatever we're going to call that? Well, the biggest change was it first went from analog hearing aids, which were, you know, like those beige big hearing aids, which we used to trim pots, where it was like a little screwdriver, and I would put them in their ears and use a little screwdriver and twist it and say, hey, is that any better? And then they would say no. And I'm like, oh, gosh. So then I would try the other trim pot, and that would not be any better either. Really? And so I would say, good luck. That's about all we can do. So then they came out with digital hearing aids that we could put on the computer, and we were at least able to try uh, adjust it a little bit more. But from that, they switched to very um, fine-tuning the digital aids. They came out with Bluetooth. They have new programs. They have directional microphones. I mean, they, they're like little computers now in our ears, and the technology has made such a difference. I never even wore hearing aids. I mean, like I said, I was born with hearing loss, and I didn't even start wearing them until I was out of college because the technology just was so – it just wasn't good. I didn't like how it sounded. And so now we can really make a difference for people who are struggling to hear. Yeah, but boy, that's what, like 12 years or so without having any kind of hearing assist? 12 years. <laughs> for you? Something I mean, like that. Yeah, but I mean, didn't, yeah, so no. did you lose a lot? I mean, how did you compensate? Well, I have kind of a unique hearing loss where I can hear women's voices normally, and so I'm <laughs> a very good lip reader. So in school, I mostly had female teachers. I always sat in the front. And I had friends that would help me with notes and things, so I could just kind of compensate for it that way. Now, when you said that that you could hear women's voices, I mean, there was a, a frequency loss as opposed to uh, a, a amplificated loss? Such a word? Yeah, so when we, part of what we do when we test hearing is we test the different frequencies. So we want to test low frequencies, mid frequencies, and high frequencies to determine what type of a loss some, a patient has. And then not only do we test the frequencies, we test the speech understanding. So, you know, I could have one person that when I turn the volume up and talk to them, they can hear perfectly clear. And another patient, we turn the volume up and it's completely distorted. And so those are the main things we test to get an idea of how well someone's going to hear with the hearing aids. Yeah, You know, the the wild thing is that somehow, someway, young John, when evidently, and once you get past 50, most of your doctors will start saying this phrase, as we age, and you just want to pound yeah. <laughs> them, you know, it's like, all right, so we're getting older, we get it. But somehow, some way, isn't it true, Kristen, when we get older, we get, and I'm doing the bunny quotes, we lose upper frequency normally hearing? Yes, yeah, so it's more common to have a high frequency hearing loss, um, especially, you know, just as... A normal age progression is high frequencies, but especially for people who have noise exposure, that's what are going to be the first frequencies to be um, affected. And that's why we always want to encourage our patients to protect their hearing, especially if they're doing, you know, recreational activities um, where hearing protection, if they're mowing their lawn or doing anything where they're going to be exposed to loud noise for a long period of time. 
Yeah, because really, as much as the cliche is of the, you know, that stereotypical older couple that are sitting in their rocking chairs and she's talking and he's just watching the ball game and then she smacks him with a pillow. You know, it's because it's not because he doesn't want, I mean, and I'm, I'm talking in a generality here, but it's not because he doesn't want to not hear her. He can't hear her and probably doesn't realize it. Right. Because, yeah, the high frequencies are what are going first and the female voices is where they're going to have more difficulty hearing. So you're exactly right about that. Yeah. And, and then when you can't hear the high frequencies, people think you're mumbling. And, and I have so many patients say, oh, they're mumbling. But no, it's, they're not really mumbling. You just can't <laughs> hear those frequencies. <laughs> I, I only laugh only because we did the same situation now. Here was the whole story. Young John is missing a chunk of frequency in my in my lifetime. Uh, and, and the weird stuff is, and, and again, I thought this was going to be some kind of really voodoo kind of magic here. And, and, and it's the same thing that where everybody goes, well, we'll just go to uh, uh, Costco you know, and get those big honking kind of things. Yeah, that's cool. But they don't go in depth as much as you do. And, and when we sat down there, the, the stuff, and there's a couple of different things because um, that when you put these little guys in your ears, they're not hearing aids anymore. And, and I can't overemphasize, look, folks, if you can't hear, if people sound like they're mumbling, if you have to go through this time where you got to go, what's that? I didn't get that. Say that again. Oh my God! If you got to do that more than five or six times a day, we're in trouble. And but not in bad trouble. Yeah. I mean, they can still help you out here. But I mean, isn't it true? I mean, now it's sounding like Perry Mason. Isn't it true that it, it's um, <laughs> I, the new ones are wild only because they can pick up your phone. You know, I mean, if someone's yeah. calling, go ahead. I'm actually talking to you through my hearing aids right now on my cell phone. So that's one of the nice things is, you know, instead of having to try to get the phone to go through the hearing aid into their ear, they're streaming directly through both ears. So patients are now able to hear in both ears at the same time on their phone. So it's been a really nice uh, benefit for everybody. That's been great. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's if you wear, you know, the stuff from Apple, if you wear the, their headphone array, then you kind of got what you got now. Except for. Yeah. This stuff is so teeny tiny. I mean, folks that used to have to wear like long hair and stuff to hide all this kind of stuff. No, kids. There is literally, I, I would almost say, Kristen, there's, the, the wire is no wire, no bigger than a, a thread of a, a hair, you know. Right. I mean, and, and that is the yes. part that kind of, there's a little amplifier that goes behind your head or behind your ear or on top of your ear nowadays, you know, and then there's this little teeny yep. tiny wire that you can never, ever, ever, never, ever see. Even if you would have to be up close and thank God I'm six foot, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, don't, I hang around short people all the time, but it, it's, you know, you, you put these little gems in your ear and then evidently you get used to it, but there's. The wild thing is, and is it the same with yours, too, that there is programs for everybody's phone that you can custom the sound to either the folks in front of you, the folks all around you, the folks behind you, yeah. the frequencies. I mean, tell us about that. 
Yeah, so that's what's been really nice with the technology is one of the biggest complaints people tell me is that they have trouble hearing in background noise. Yeah. And so now we're able to kind of put the two microphones in a zooming direction so that they can focus on the people in front and cut out the sounds all around them behind. Um, We can bring up the speech louder than the background noise, and I find I can sometimes hear better than some of my friends with normal hearing because (laughs) it's amplified in the noisy restaurants. Yes. So, um, yeah, and there's outdoor programs for people who like to uh, ride in convertible cars or go on to boats. They have restaurant programs. We have really able to customize um, different things with, like, high ceilings if people are in reverberating rooms and really customize it to the lifestyle. So I think that's what makes the difference now is we can spend the time to really understand our patients. We can understand their needs, find the right level of technology. There's all different prices, all different um, features. And the other kind of neat thing is there's something called data logging. So when you come back after you've worn the hearing aid for, say, a week, I can pull it up on the computer and I can see all the different kinds of environments you're in. So maybe somebody's in a quiet lifestyle, we can make a recommendation one way, and then someone else who's in meetings in restaurants and quiet situations and noisy situations, we can make a different recommendation. So it's really personalized for each person. Yeah, I mean, really what, what helps us out greatly is the folks in restaurants. When there's like five, six people at a table and it's a noisy environment and you're really... Back in the day, you know, you'd really have to, like, lean in or you hope to God that you got what the people were saying. Or you're right, when you think that people are mumbling and go, what the hell is it? <laughs> they can't speak anymore? Right. No, it's you, dude. Right. Well, and they think it sounds like mumbling, but I have to tell them, I'm like, no, your spouse is not mumbling. You don't hear those frequencies. <laughs> so we can bring those up and you can hear better. Yeah, and and the funny thing is that you don't want to be put in a situation, and especially when we go out to meet a whole lot of folks, and and especially like the folks we're going to see at Dragway Forty Two this this uh, this Saturday, it, you don't want to be in a part where someone's talking to you, and then all of a sudden it goes right, and you go, oh my god, I got two yeah, ways to go here. <laughs> yeah, either right. I can say, oh sure, ha ha. It could because that person just said, hey, guess what? My dad just died a terrible death, and I wouldn't risk that on anybody else, right? And you're going, you're, yeah. oh, <laughs> you're right, big slugger. Not even knowing damn thing what the guy said. Right. Yeah. And see, that's exactly right. Oh. Yeah, well, no, but that's exactly what this is all about. Or you get to say the words, what? I mean, you. there's a ton of phrases for it. But everybody gets it's if you want to slow it down, it just goes to the word a, you know, I mean, right. (laughs) And I I always tell people they like feel like the hearing aids are a stigma. And I'm like, you know, when you're saying what and acting like you're just shaking your head, that's a lot more obvious than putting this little tiny hearing aid on and being able to hear the conversation. Yeah. So it's a lot more obvious. And we want to make sure that we overemphasize for everybody that's listening out there, this is not a commercial. You know, this isn't anything where we're leaning on one brand and you're going to see at the end of the uh, the show, we're going to put up a flag and a 1-800 number on the bottom and all this stuff. No, not at all. Subsequently, what we're trying to do is, and stomp it down, and and Kirsten is is one of the, the biggest flag wavers for this, and God bless, 
You know, it's only because there is a stigma. Boy, oh boy, you ain't kidding. You, and, and that's what we were trying to say at the beginning of the show. If you say, you know, oh, I may need a hearing aid, <laughs> you know, cue the music. But you're getting old, <laughs> dude, or, or lady, or whatever, and you're going to have one of those things that are going to kill your ears at the end of the day. And, and you want to just take them off like a bra at the end of the day and say, God, get these things off. You know, but... She's yeah. absolutely positively right. How many times are you going to say, come again? Pardon me? You know, people yeah. now figure out you can't. Right. And they know if you're just faking it and nodding your head that you're not actually part of the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it only takes one one person to understand when yeah. when people say you know will we'll say something to you and you know just like yeah I'm, you know my dad died a, her- a horrible death and and it's awful and my god you know have you ever had to deal with that and they're shaking their head and smiling and you're thinking okay they're shaking their head there's something in the affirmative they're smiling which means they're like okay with something right now so we can go oh ha 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 sure not knowing a damn thing right. what they said, and you look like a jerk because then they either correct you or they walk away going, he he didn't pay attention to me, not knowing they can't hear. Right. You know, and a lot of this stuff Ugh. isn't because of volume. You know, I can hear I bouncing the, the sound waves. I can hear you just fine. It's the frequencies that go out. And voices right. are frequencies, and so think about if you had like a bass and treble thing on your on your amplifier. If you turn down the treble all the way, and it also sounds like my gross mind. That's you're missing that part, and there are frequencies around there. That is what you know. Kirsten is looking for you, you know, to to put that stuff in. There is a a a button that's on uh, the stuff that we got. That if you press it on music, it restores that edge of music that I terrifically forgot that I could hear that. You know, yeah. I, I really thought it was bad speakers or, or it was just like, well, they didn't remix it or whatever. No, no. <laughs> it's just, those frequencies are dropped out. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. So, yeah, that's what we can do is. I'm so sorry. We can just no. specifically pull up those frequencies where someone has hearing loss without bringing everything up. That's what's so different now. In the past, we just turned everything up and they sounded terrible. But now, mm-hmm. for people who have low frequencies, they can hear fine. We don't do anything. We just amplify those highs and give them some good clarity, mm-hmm. bring back the speech that they're missing. Yeah, and it's not like they're jamming amplifiers into your head. It's not like you're right. I mean, I'm a, I was amazed by the story that you just said a couple of minutes ago where you had to put screwdrivers <laughs> in the pot. That's how we d- Wow. I know. It's unbelievable. I know. We didn't used to sell so many hearing aids. No, I'm just kidding. It just it wasn't good technology, but it is actually really fun because my patients usually walk out of the office saying, well, this is great, you know, because there is a negative stigma. But now they have these Bluetooth built-in computers yeah. in their ears, so it is so much. It is so much better. It's exciting to be a part of this right now. Absolutely. So that's what we're trying. We're going to take a sledgehammer to this today because we know that there's a lot of folks on the track. Now, here's a couple of different things. Whenever that you go to uh, the range 
Two things you have, without a doubt, is hearing protection and eye protection. Okay, when everybody's at the drag strip, when everybody's at Milan, when everybody's at 131, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, not seeing a ton of the stuff there. And what's going to happen, folks, pardon me, is when we have, you know, especially if you're running Pro Mod that day or you're running some kind of uh, dragster that day, et cetera, et cetera, and I don't know too many classes except for Pierce Street that runs with mufflers. It's loud, and it can go up to 110. The threshold of pain is, what, 110? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And so we we get to that, and especially if you're anywhere near the Christmas tree, and when they're just going at full acceleration, that sound is loud. It's a great sound. We all like it. We like that, and we like the tire smoke. But uh, really, seriously, Kristen, how long can a human ear take that kind of abuse without things start going south even as we age oh you you can't i mean if you are being exposed for a loud noise for more than a little while i mean you need to be very careful or you're going to cause serious for uh damage and it's permanent once that damage occurs you're not going to be able to reverse it so, I mean, it could even be just for, if it's an explosion or something really loud, it could be a one-time thing and it's permanent hearing loss. But even for, I don't know the exact numbers right off the top of my head, but that loud 100 decibels it is going to definitely cause some damage if you're not using hearing protection. Yeah, I mean, did you hear what Kristen said? She said it's not reversible. And she's not kidding. I mean, this isn't somebody who got her degree at Meyer. You know, I mean, honestly, she's on the top of the game, and she wouldn't be telling you this stuff, folks, if she wasn't so much into this. And that's what really makes it so charming, because you really do want to get the word out and say, folks, look, we can help you if you help yourself. Yeah, and a lot of times people also start to experience tinnitus or that ringing in the ears, and that's another thing. You just want to avoid that loud noise exposure. Um, or wear hearing protection because once you get that, it can be, it's devastating for some people. Yeah, and, and especially a lot of the people, I shouldn't say a lot of the people, but you got an age group that is either the indestructible uh, age group, and that's the 16 to 29 year olds, you know, especially hanging around the drag strips, no ear protection. Not, and then you get the one group that's a little bit higher. Well, put those little foamy bullets into their ears, which I guess is better yep. than nothing. Yes. But is it really? Does, do those things work? Well, the problem is if you're just putting them in yourself quickly, you might not be putting them in properly. You have to get them in tight and deep and hold them in place so that they can actually expand in your ear to have the proper um, noise reduction. You can get about two to high 20s. 20 decibels of noise reduction, but I would also recommend custom earplugs or must also to really protect the ears. Yeah, because 3M makes the stuff that they use for industrial sites, you know, and, and it's almost oh, yeah. kind of like the same ones that you get over at, um, like at, at gun ranges and things. Because if you've ever shot a 44 vent rib like we have, you know that doggone thing will tear your ears off. You know, and if you yeah. don't have ear protection, and if you're doing a couple of rounds, you'll walk out with it not only ringing, but you will not 
<laughs> right. For a long time. Yeah. Mhm. Yep. It, it can and it can be it'll be permanent and it could be immediate. I mean, you could have immediate hearing loss, but it's often um progressive. Like you could have noise exposure and then later in life you're going to see the results. So you just want to protect your hearing right from the beginning when you're around loud noise. Yeah, it's not like getting drunk and then you, you know, in a day or so you start feeling better. You're done. It takes right. it away. And you know what's really weird is that medical science hasn't really figured out a way, but it, would there ever be a way that, I mean, they could do heart transplants, lung transplants, and all that stuff. Now, like, I want an ear transplant. But what makes it that this, once it goes, it goes in your ear? So what's going is is the hair cells are damaged. So somewhere in your inner ear along the auditory nerve to your brain, the hair cells that used to stand straight up and function fire properly are now bent and sheared, and so the sound isn't able to get through to them, and so that causes the hearing loss or the poor word recognition. Wow. Okay, so now that's why, and, and medical science and everybody else has not figured out how to bring that back. And I don't, is there anything online that looks like folks are, are experimenting with trying to figure out how to make that happen? Or is it, they just like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, it's gone, it's gone. Well, well, right now, um, they, I know they are working with rats and different animals to try to, uh, (laughs) regenerate hair cell growth, but it is nowhere near ready for us now. But for, um, yeah, so not right now, but they are working on it. Yeah, but then once they work on it, it's not like it's going to be in 2023, kids. You know, and yeah. if, if you're getting hearing damage and stuff, and again, I understand when it comes to audio enthousi- or auto enthusiasts, we love that sound. We love that rumble. We love that 600 lift cam. You know, there's nothing like it. But there was some stuff that we were at Milan. I mean, we couldn't get, I mean, when you put your fingers in your ear, you know, Kristen, how much is that? I mean, I, it's better than nothing, but what are you really doing? Uh, not not much. <laughs> I mean, it's protecting it a little bit, but I don't even consider that. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely go earphone plugs over that. Yeah, I mean, think about it, folks. This isn't like one of those Bugs Bunny cartoons where there's this crate of TNT and it goes off and you see the coyote just putting his fingers in his ears and he walks away. I mean, it's not like you hear him talk a lot or anything, but I mean, that basically is, is how much are you blocking, Kristen, when you do that? Just using your, your fingers. fingers? Yeah. I mean, maybe... 15 decibels? I don't I don't really know. I mean, it's it's not like it's an exact science, but I mean, really you're yeah. kind of doing <sighs> it's making you feel good because you blacked your ears a little bit, but in the long term that was just almost like um if you're hungry that was like one piece of popcorn. Enjoy. Right. Yes. Now and and that's And then you have to worry Go ahead. I was saying, then you just have to worry that another loud sound is coming by and that you might not have plugged your ears at that time. So I'm, if you're going to be around the noise, I would put the hearing protection in and keep it in for a while. Absolutely. You know, there there are so many folks, and I'm not really sure that how much familiarity that you have with drag racing, but there's 
either you can stand on the line, which is kind of becoming more popular, or you can sit in the stands. How far away should you be from a noise source where if you weren't wearing, you know, some kind of hearing protection kind of thing, how far away should you be from a loud noise? Um, I mean, well, being... I, I guess it's going to depend on how loud it is, but I mean, if you cannot have a conversation with someone next to you, then I can tell you the noise is too loud. For instance, like if you have your AirPods or something in and you can't hear the person talking to you, then that's too loud. You, you just want to keep it at a softer level. But definitely wearing hearing protection. I, I don't know how far away to tell you to be away from that. I don't exactly know how loud the noise is. But I would step back or wear hearing protection for sure. Oh, I like it. I, of course, that was a shotgun answer. I mean, there there was a question. I should say that it was you couldn't say, but I mean, because basically, a lot of these car, cars are eighty decibel, eighty, ninety. You know, I mean, if yeah. you go in the top ranges, you're definitely one hundred. You know, and, yeah. and so I love your rule of thumb of if you can't hear the guy next to you, guess what? You know, it's time to put on that protection. That's phenomenal. I mean, really, if, if folks get a, a couple of things out of what we're talking about today, always remember that. That's your rule of thumb. You can't hear your buddy, put them on. Now, that's that's all there is to it. And they got all kinds of cool things. You know, 3M has those neon uh, headsets and whatnot. It's because, really, when you're driving home, and especially if you're driving home from US 131 Dragway or Motorplex, whatever we are now, you know, and if you're driving all the way back to Romeo, you know, and you're hearing a steady, and you're driving a Tesla, <laughs> you just screwed up your ears, kids, for one three-hour day at a drag strip. All right. So now, best place for people to buy hearing protection anywhere online? Is there some stuff better than other stuff? Um. Well, I would always think the custom is going to be better. So if someone's actually taking a custom earbud for you, that will give you the best hearing protection. Like any audiologist or instrument specialist could probably do that. But uh, the ear muffs, again, I don't do a ton of the industrial and the loud noise, but ear muffs that you can get online. Or there's lots of um, companies that we work with, like Westone, they make hearing protection. But as long as you're using something, that will make a difference. And don't stay around it for too long. If you can, walk away and take give your ears a break. And is there is something to stay away from? I mean, for when it, it comes can, to hearing yeah. protection, I mean, is there some kind of snake oil stuff where people go, oh, this is going to be great for hearing protection, and it's really kind of like putting your fingers in your ears? Um. Like, is there something that they say works that's not really going to work? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, most, like I said, if you, as long as you're using the protection properly and, like, really squeezing it and rolling it up tight in your ears and letting it expand and filling your ears so that it's blocking the sound, it should definitely help. And I always think if you can do plugs and muffs, double two things will really help even more. Yeah, it's almost because you just can't rely on earwax, you goofballs. You know? No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I mean, how much? I almost hate to ask, only because we had this discussion at pre-production to this morning. But how much does earwax stop your hearing? 
So as long as you have a pinhole size, the sound can get through. So usually it doesn't stop it really at all, unless it's completely blocked. And absolutely, then if we clean it all out, patients will be like, oh, my gosh, I can hear again. But um, <laughs> usually it's not that impacted to block it. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what, did they go for like a year without cleaning out their ears? Or 20. Yes, I have done that and pulled out quite a lot of wax out of some patients' ears. Yep. God bless you. You. Oh, man, I'm telling you. Do they tip you? I mean. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I mean, my God. That no, is... not a... Go ahead. Yeah, no, no. We just usually use water and suction and uh, kind of get it out. And then when, sometimes you'd be surprised how much wax. And I'll go to get a one layer. And then I'm like, oh, wait, there's another layer. And yeah. But those people, then maybe that is protecting. However, for the majority of people, I would recommend normal hearing protection. Oh, my God. I, if it was me, I would be taking pictures and putting it up on YouTube going, look at what came out of this guy's ears. Ah. Oh I have had people, patients take pictures of it and send to their friends. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I mean... It, and again, I guess we should probably talk about the uh, Q-tips and the ear stuff. Oh, yes. We highly recommend avoiding Q-tips in the ears because all it really does is just push the earwax further inside their ear canals. So if you're going to use it just a tiny bit around the edge, but you don't want to stick a Q-tip in your ear, it's, it's not going to get the wax out. It's really just going to push it in further. Yeah, and for millennials out there that do weird, crazy stuff, uh, paper clips is not recommended for your ears either. No. no. Or poppy pins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's setting the Wayback Machine a little bit. Yeah, because which mother in the 60s didn't say, line them up, you know, and get that bo- yep. that brown bobby pin? Oh, good idea. Because, man, <laughs> you could go a little bit too far in there and start doing some serious damages, right? Absolutely. And another thing to warn people from is the ear candling. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Ear candling. People will stick an ear. It's very dangerous. People put like uh, wax in their ear and then light the other end with a candle. And there (laughs) is nothing good that is going to come out of that. So people call me and ask me all the time. Highly recommend against ear candling. It can cause severe permanent damage and it does not remove earwax. This is almost on the side of drinking bleach. Kristen, why would they put yeah. a lit candle in their ear? What's the they point? They put the wick inside, which has wax on it, and then they light the other end and think somehow it's going to heat it up and bring <laughs> it out. It does not work. <laughs> so, now people call me all the time and ask if it's safe. It's not safe. Oh, my God. I mean... <laughs> Where did the American education system fail, people? Why? Was there ever a successful version of this? I I don't think so. I I don't have any idea. Because I know that I saw the one thing about if you got ringing in your ears, if you did this, then it was supposed to stop it. And even... You know, somebody that's nowhere near audiology, you you go a burning hot wax 
in your ear is supposed to medically stop something that no other medical doctor ever, and AMA, nobody's ever seen this before, but somehow on the Internet they got the inside groove. <laughs> crazy. Crazy. Oh, all right, talking about crazy and stuff. All right, they should, again, and we're going to overemphasize this. As you know, our faithful listeners at CK, we don't do commercials here. Never have in the eight years and never will because this way we can, you know, we don't have to kowtow to anybody. But when we were over there at Kristen's place, it was insane. Matter of fact, i got to get over there next week after we get done with with Ohio and with uh, Sinclair Shores. No, with Ghost Point Farms, and that's coming up Monday. The, uh, we wear uh, We got them. You know, we have a, a little thing that we have over here, you know, that we've used, but we haven't used for a really long time because of the, I guess, a beep or something like that. But that's a different story. What's going on is... Oh, boy. It's not yes. a bad <laughs> thing, folks. It's uh, They're as small as possible, and I'm telling you, I find them extremely handy you know, to wear them when we get our permanent ones, you know, it answers your phone. You can Bluetooth it. You can goof up on all of your frequencies in your car, in your, when if you're mastering. You know, we found some stuff after we put uh, a set on that we mastered some music uh, a couple of years ago. And I can't believe how crappy that sounds today because I could not hear upper frequencies i mean my frequencies could go to like 800 and then they go to the floor you know and so we were just yep. we're incredibly don't stop don't wait go get this done if there's two things you take out from this if you're at the drag strip it's okay to wear any kind of hearing protection it's cool you know, because when you come back, you want to come back year after year after year. You don't want to do the, huh? What'd you say? Pardon me? Could you say that again? You know, and also, yeah. there is no stigma anymore. Ollie, Ollie, out and free. Everybody in the pool nowadays. You should see the stuff they've got. You can't tell you're wearing them even if you're right next to you. And that's coming from me. And that's not a commercial. So now, Kristen, where can people come see you? Uh, well, I am in Birmingham. I'm right at Maple and Woodward at Hinderleiter Hearing Services. Um, we have three providers, and so that's what we do. We spend the time to make sure that no matter what, if you need to get in, somebody's available to get you in and make sure you're hearing again because when you're not hearing, you're isolated, you're left out of conversations, yeah. you're lonely, and you feel stupid sometimes. Like People are laughing and you miss the butt of a joke. So. We just think it's super important, and we pride ourselves on service, and we are, like I said, in Birmingham, Maple, and Woodward behind the Speedway gas station. Kristen, name the people in the office, because especially the, the folks that we ran into are, were nothing but nice, you know, so we should probably tip a hat over to them. Who's, who's in the office with you? Well, I have Elaine at the front desk and Beth at the front desk. Marissa is our assistant, and then I have two awesome providers, Lori and Sean, do um, the same services that I do. And we are actually looking to expand and bring on another assistant. So it's a it's wow, fun. and we've got a great team. Everybody's uh, works really well together, and we all support each other. And uh, I feel very blessed to have our group. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was so, I'm telling you, it was so impressive that we put Shadow Woods right behind you and we put you up front only because we think, hey, it's a dynamite kind of thing going on. But we're so impressed with what you do for for people's hearing, you know, folks you don't even know, you know, and then you reopened up their world that they thought was, they didn't even think it was gone forever because they didn't know because it's gradual. And then all of a sudden it's like, my God, are we missing this? Impressive. Right. Yeah, people start telling you you're missing, and you don't realize you're missing because yeah. it's such a gradual process, and yeah. it sounds normal to you. Yeah, and, and especially, you know, when you're at parties, and again, what we do is when we're in a gathering and you held your breath, I mean, I can't tell you how many times that we had to look around for, say, a bar that didn't have a band or was small. You know, had small walls put together and stuff because if you heard the reverberation and you literally would miss everything. And you're right. You start to be a junior version lip reader or you try to yeah. read people's expressions or you try to hope to God you get somewhere in the conversation that you can get on the train. Because somebody said something and then somebody had a retort and you go, oh, OK, that's what they were talking about. That's cool. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Let them go see yeah. you. <laughs> All right. You're open Monday through what? Monday through Friday? Monday through Friday. Yeah. Yep. Eight to five. You know, I mean, what do you do on Saturday, Sunday? I mean, do you turn things up real loud? Do you turn things off? What do you do? No, I just keep everything the same. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. No, everything's the same. Turn things off with my hearing or my office. I mean, recreationally, I mean, do you just, you know, get away as far as you can from all this stuff? Start riding horses, get on boats, do something, play baseball, play softball? <laughs> I go to a lot of softball with my girls. Uh, no, just normal stuff, but I try not to keep everything too loud. But with the hearing aids, you can turn them down yourself, so you kind of are protecting your own hearing with your hearing aids. How about the girls, though? They go, Mom, can we turn this up just a little bit, or do they know? Oh, they know. They know. <laughs> they, they're my ears. They're my ears. Yeah. But I'm thankful for that. You know, and the one thing... <laughs> you know, they tell me when I... Go ahead. Uh, no, they tell me when I miss somebody, when someone says something to me and I miss them, they, uh, they, they're my ears. It's, it's an amazing situation, but we in the few seconds that we have here left, we would be remiss to ask, how's your daughter going with softball? How's that going for her? Oh, you're sweet. She, they did great this year. They um, made it to the regionals, and they just lost last Saturday. But they were the first year of freshman girls mostly, um, and they, they, they did fantastic playing against seniors and varsity players. So I was really proud of them. They're uh, first year Orchard Lake St. Mary's uh, softball team. It was great. So now will you be the agent for your daughter? No, now she'll go back to her travel softball and keep playing. <laughs> so, travel begins. It'll be fun. Yeah, but now it's almost coming up to college time, isn't it? In a couple of years? Yeah. Any Wait, thoughts? A couple of years, yeah. She'll be, she's looking into lots of places. We'll kind of see what happens. Old Dominion. I don't know what's going to happen. Old Dominion. Yeah. I mean, already for That's Mark right. Milicek, our sport director, is is circling Old Dominion, and like it's like in an orbit. So we'll see your daughter at Old Dominion <laughs> pretty <laughs> okay. soon. Kristen, thanks so very much for being with us. 
Oh, thank you, John, for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, it's more than we know. So thanks. We will be talking to you uh, within four days. Okay, sounds great. Thank you. Thanks, madam. Bye now. Okay. Bye-bye. It's unbelievable. She really is. It, it's it's a tough thing to do uh, radio interviews because your nerve on the other side sometimes gets a little bit because you don't know what's going to be asked or whatnot. But I'm telling you, I am telling you now, I am telling you now, there is, you know, for me to go in there to say, okay, because there's so many things attached with hearing improvement or whatever they call it nowadays. Uh because there is, and it's just like she said, there was this stigma. There is this, you're getting old. It's just like you should have one of those old megaphone horns in your ear. Hey, Sonny! You know, it's the reason why that is, is because somewhere down the line, maybe you got older, but maybe you screwed up your own hearing. And this woman is full out, and I'm telling you, full out about... Um, not making you feel weird about it, you know, and not uh, to say, hey, look, it, it, it must be a trip on her side to to put these things in folks' ears and then see folks light up and go, wait, I never heard that, or, or I haven't heard that a lot. And I'm telling you, when I, that's a true story about the stuff that we mixed a couple of years ago, you know, and it sounded, we thought it sounded fabulous, and all of a sudden we heard it... Um, a couple of months ago and it sounded horrible and it was like good lord all the people that <laughs> we sent that out to can we have that back there folks it's everything else and we were talking about this before everything else people can transplant they can't do the hearings like i said it's just you don't the medical science doesn't have anything for you yet, nor will they have anything for you for a very long time. This new stuff, it's like little computers in your ears. It's, it does, like they said, it does Bluetooth. Pardon me, answers your phone. You can. I love the fact that you can dial down. One of the things that we forgot to talk about was if we couldn't drive in a car, uh, especially when we're going, especially when you're going to like... Um, Mid-Michigan, you know, Mid-Michigan Motorplex. It's a long drive from where we're at. And you'd always, I love to have the windows down in the summertime. Always, always, always. You know, can't stand air conditioning. But if you roll down the windows <clears throat> and somebody was talking, the rush of the air would overtake the frequencies of whoever was talking. You got two options. Either lean like crazy over, you know, the council... Or, you know, you just roll up the window because you're going to be going what? And you're going to hope to God that you can pick out like certain words and then you try to put the sentences together. And that's awful. It's awful for you, but it's definitely awful for the person you're with because, you know, think about it. If it was you, if you're trying to talk to somebody and they only got four or five of your 60 words you just said, you know, wouldn't you feel kind of goofy? You know, or, or let down or something? I think I would because it's like, well, why am I talking to you if you can't understand me? And a lot of the time, it's not that people are doing it on purpose. You know, at all. It's because they literally just can't hear you. And that's important. Now, the, the stuff 
some of the hearing aids or hearing uh, amplification or whatever they're going to call it, they got to get a different name for that thing. You know, are they cheap? No, they're not. But evidently there's programs to help out with that stuff. You know, and even if you buy one pair, you buy one pair today. Yeah, will it be, you know, dated in five or six years? Yeah, probably so. But at least you're in the game where people can hear. I'm telling you, I like these people. Maybe there's some more folks out there that, that do this. But it's it's fascinating to me. She's unbelievable. The the place, and again, I forgot, Beth, I believe, is, is the lady up front. You know, they're both outstanding. So there you go. And and I'm not going to end it with a, and you can take it from me. Because <laughs> it ain't a commercial. You can go over there. Maybe it doesn't work out for you. That's okay. But at least you made a step. Go. You know? And that's kind of the the tip from us. <laughs> with the Doobie Brothers here at the home of high performance since the 60s and 70s. CKW. <laughs> Radio 76.